In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for being with us this evening. Tonight, we're going to talk about the healing and transformative possibility of sexuality, orgasms, and the energy of your bodies during sex. And it is something that has always fascinated me. I mean, I have a comment that I feel that all of us are, in essence, wet cell batteries. Every single thing we do is a positive and negative charge. And tonight, my guest is someone who is incredibly well-known in the field of sexuality from his forward-thinking attitudes on Tantra, on the blending of spirit and sexuality together, and looking at things both from, and he comes from a background of academia, so, and from traditional religion. So he was based in those and then looked at what might not be taking care of people when he started doing, if I'm not mistaken, it, it clicked when he was starting to do energy work with massage work. Here we go. All right. Okay, onward and upward. So what I would like um, my listeners to know is that my guest this evening is Dr. Kenneth Ray Stubbs, who is a pioneer in the field of sexuality education as an author, as working in the area of blending the studies of spirituality, sexuality, and putting them together in a practical step-by-step technique. And actually, Ray, when I was writing my books, I used some of your works to guide me on how to tell couples the best way for touch. Now, you have a background, you have a, a training in massage therapy, correct? Yes. I started in academia, uh, left that, uh, I was in sociology, I left that, did my hippie trip, ended up going to massage school, (laughs) started teaching massage and feeling like the massage field was not relating to sexuality, Mm -hmm. so I started teaching a class on erotic massage. Uh, At the same time, I was studying a whole lot. This was San Francisco, so I was taking classes in sexuality here and there, Mm -hmm. Tibetan Buddhism here and there, 
And so, because of my academic background, I was invited to teach at the Institute for the Advanced Study of Human Sexuality, where I was teaching mm-hmm. some, some somatic approaches and touch to people who were going into becoming sexologists, sex therapists, etc. Mm-hmm. Now, when when you were delivering this initially, was there any specific term that they referred to it as, or did they call it somatic body work, or how did you define it? I simply call it massage. Okay. <laughs> I, my perspective is, if one were to teach lovemaking 101, mm-hmm. uh, I would recommend half the class time be spent on teaching uh, touch skills, and the form to do that would be massage. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain types of massage, not not uh, quote uh, heavy like using your elbows or, or or fixing things, but more about learning to touch with a fl- uh, flowing touch mm-hmm. and, and 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 an awareness. Then Masters and Johnson came in with their perspective of sensate uh, focus, focus mm-hmm. which was another way of looking at touch because you're focusing on the sensations, right? And particularly the sensation of touch, and because in the process of making love, we mainly involve the, the the skin and the touch of the skin and different parts of the body. So massage was a systematic way to get people to be aware. Also, it was a way to get people to have a, a sense of some confidence about how to touch. Um, and so it was just a. Basically, the time is massage. Later on, I begin to see it in a larger context of somatic approaches compared to psychological approaches. Right. Um, and uh, because if you, the psychology of sexuality is valuable, but if you don't uh, have a little bit of the, 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 the soma, the, the body, the earthiness of it, well, what is love thinking about? Uh, it's not simply, not simply about communication. It's about uh, being able to touch with awareness. Of that, there is no doubt. One of the things I tell people in my presentations and and when I'm you know, doing any, because I don't do counseling per se, but if a couple is dealing with things, one of the first things I ask them is, are you touching one another and just touching one another for the sake of touch? Not touching to give the indication, by the way, I'd like to go horizontal in two seconds, <laughs> yes. but, but touching to connect energetically to that person. And when we were speaking, you know, um, I think it was yesterday, we were talking about the movement, you know, the understanding of the power of energy in your body when you are with someone. And well, go ahead. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, the way it evolved for me was I, I'd been in academia, did my hippie trip, came to San Francisco and went to massage school simply because, oh, I'm, I really enjoyed doing this. I'd gotten a massage book and felt like I wanted to learn more than what was in the books. So I went to massage school. And as I began to touch people with awareness, not just simply to perform or to get them to respond in a specific way, but to really tune into them and touch them in a nurturing, relaxing way, I began to become aware that I was also feeling energy because I was aware I mean, that the act of doing the massage professionally got me at home with my body and other people's bodies sufficiently enough to, to realize that there was a lot more going on. And it was like the touch is what stepped me into being aware of the energetic subtleties. Mm-hmm. 
Now, we have 15 seconds left until our first break. My guest this evening is Dr. Kenneth Ray Stubbs, who is the author of many books. We'll be discussing Essential Tantra and Sacred Orgasm. Please stay with us. We will be back right after this break. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand comes Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on TogiNet.com. Linda Link is Lindell's first and only internet radio broadcast. Holly, tell us about it. It's really something from my heart that I want to be teamwork um, for the entire community to get the word out about everything that's going on here. We're talking to the entire community of Lindell. This is not limited to just businesses or just parents or just teachers. Simply to get the word out about your cause or your company, you must go to where the people are. And today, people are on the internet. Lindale Link. Lindale, Texas is a growing chain of business, education, commerce, community. Together, Lindale Link can create one strong chain of communication. Check out LindaleLink.com and then check out Lindale Link, the radio show. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand. Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Multi-ethnic church with Mark DeMoz. Thursday afternoons at 1, noon Central is a show that passionately addresses the question, if the kingdom of heaven is not segregated, then why on earth is your local church? They call us Yes, increasingly, our diverse population and the diverse families it's producing is reshaping the face of the local church as people are beginning to recognize the power and beauty of walking, working, and worshiping God together with others of different backgrounds. How can your church overcome the obstacles, and why should you even try? Join a live chat with guests from around the country and the world to learn the effectiveness of churches in the 21st century beyond race and class distinction. This show has its pulse on what it will take for the church to find real reconciliation in our generation. So tune in for the Multi-Ethnic Church with Mark DeMoss, Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, here on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, my guest is Dr. Kenneth Ray Stubbs. And for any of you who have a question or a comment, please know that we do have an 800 number, and that's 877-864-4869, repeating... 877-864-4869. And Ray is, we were talking about this the other day, a sexual shaman and um, many times published author. So one of the things I wanted him to explain to people is how he ended up 
developing his books because they're the body of information that guide people practically on the massage, on the tantra, on the sacred orgasm. And so, Ray, what was your first book? Um, it came out uh, with different names at different times. I think the one that, that finally uh, made a hit out there, <laughs> I think the very first time it's called The Romantic uh, Sensuous Lover's Guide. They didn't fly very well for people. It eventually came out Romantic Interludes, and that's where, that's where people started to respond to it. Mm-hmm. The Romantic Interludes followed by the book Erotic Massage, mm-hmm. followed by the book Sacred Orgasms, uh, followed by Secret Sexual Positions, I think, was the next book. Okay. And there was some after that, but that was that's a, a quick intro. Okay. Now, while we were just on the break, I was asking um, that, you know, feeling the energy when you were working with someone's body. Now, I know when I have done massage for people, I can feel the energy coming off of them. Yet... So, Ray, describe for me what you said. Yes, you feel it coming off of them, but you also added. I feel the energy inside the person is too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but even more than that was uh, my intuition about, for some reason, I just want to put my hand here. For some reason, I think we need to focus much more on the feet, and then I need to go to the neck or a different sequence. Now, I was not trying to do quote, healing, uh, when I first started doing massage, I was just trying to give a relaxing, nurturing massage. It was basically mm-hmm. focused on relaxation, mm-hmm. a person, person feeling good. I was not a chiropractor. I was not trying to fix anything uh, other than stress. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, so it was all about uh, just a, a person just coming in for an hour to just let go, forget about the world, and relax and to feel good in their body. Um, mm-hmm. That that was the focus initially. Then I started to teach couples erotic massage, which mm-hmm. was the term I chose to use uh, to refer to massage that included the genitals. I really felt that the massage profession was in denial around sexuality, sexual energy, genitals, and I personally was not interested in giving hand jobs and happy endings. That was just not what I personally wanted to do. Right. But but I felt that, you know, I know that after a massage class, I would go home and uh, I would try this on a lover and, well, why not try here too? And why not try there also? Um, and so I knew that most people, were when they took it home to their personal life, that they were going to probably explore it in some sort of erotic sexual way. And I thought, why not? teach conscientiously how to touch, in this case, the genitals and the breast as a part of the whole body rather than just going for uh, this spot or that spot because I think that lovemaking is about making love with the whole body, oh, not, amen. Just, not just few theoretical erogenous zones. And it's amazing if you approach the whole body as an erogenous zone, you can f- discover things you might not have discovered otherwise. And if there's no erotic, massage, no erotic response, that is just as valuable. It's just that you may be nurturing and cuddling for a while. Uh, so it was not, it was very much non-goal oriented. Mm-hmm. But, but it was acknowledging that genitals are part of the body. And here are some good strokes. And of course, you know, make up your own, but here are a set of good strokes. So that's how I sort of evolved into the field of sexuality because of sexual, the massage field was in such denial around sexuality. 
you know, and how can you, you know, someone is, has their hands on your body in a way that is very soothing, makes you feel good, and, you know, you are naked. How can you not have some type of, like, crossover slight feeling if that person is your partner? <laughs> yep. Or, or, or even in professional massage, see, it was sort of like, I would start the massage, it would become a, a meditation. Mm-hmm. And... I might notice a certain feeling emotion as I was massaging certain areas. That would be something for me to be aware of. Sometimes I might notice, whoa, there's some sort of erotic feeling going on here. And that was information for me, not to do anything with the person on the table, but to be aware that something was going on. And if you just simply be there with the feeling, whether it be sadness or, or arousal, just enjoy the sensation. And if you keep this going on with the massage, then you will find often that it leads into another space and into another space and into let the massage unfold mm-hmm. is what I would say. And you know, and if you're with a lover and you have this sort of natural, spontaneous, erotic feeling. Um, then you can express that in other ways if you both choose to. But it's there to, to let it unfold rather than bring in an agenda. Right, right. Now, I mean, that, really, thinking that you're going to follow a simple, like a straightforward recipe? Yeah, that, that, that's, those are technicians. Those, those are not lovers. <laughs> exactly. Love, now, make, love making is about the spontaneity of the moment and allowing it to unfold. And there may be general patterns, but allow it to unfold, and that's what makes a person a good lover, in my mind. Now, of your of your books, which would you say is the best one for teaching someone this? Erotic massage. The, uh, the, the, well, I have both a, a book and a DVD called Erotic Massage. Mm-hmm. Please know that it was the first book to illustrate genital massage, to illustrate, not to first to talk about it. And since then, at least three of the books have come out with my exact title. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, you know, no one's out there doing it. I did it. I've sold about a million copies. And then you have a lot of uh, mainstream publishers coming in and choosing the same title, which is technically legal, uh, but it's really frustrating. So it's, yes, it's now, the original edition called Erotic Massage by Kenneth Ray Stubbs. Right. Now, will they get that? Your website is secretgardenpublishing.com. That's one of them, uh, but you can get that book uh, on uh, Amazon. Uh, okay, it, and and it is uh, it's published by Tarcher. Uh, okay, Jeremy Tarcher. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, Tar- yeah, and it is called Erotic Massage. But you have to look at my name. If it doesn't have my name, Kenneth Ray Stubbs, then you know it, it's, it's still good books. But it just frustrates me. They took the exact same name, not a variation of the exact same name. Um, and uh, go ahead. <laughs> You know, as a, as a fellow author who also, you know, cut a new field of, you know, publishing and, and of study that then everybody, many others followed and copied or said in the style of Lou Paget. Uh, which, you know, so let's give people, you, what is your definition of a ecstatic orgasm. Western sexology, most ideas of, of sexuality, uh, most common ideas of sexuality, we're talking about a pretty much standard Masters and Johnson pelvic floor contraction orgasm. Uh, 
mm-hmm. that might res- that might result in or- uh, ejaculation in both male and female, or might not. Uh, and that's a, f- a nice physiological definition. But I shifted in sacred orgasms to looking at orgasm not as a physiological process, but as an energetic process. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to back up. I've developed some abilities to read energies. Uh, and so you just have to hear a point of view that I have because I have some ability to do that. Um, and so, But I can't teach anyone else how to read energies. They have to develop them on their own. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, what I've come to think of us as, we are not simply a physical body, that we really are many other energetic systems as well that we could say made up of subtle energies. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have some names for those energies, uh, systems. One I would call a light body, another one I call a spirit body, another I call a soul body. Those aren't really important right now, other than to say that there is another energetic system that constitutes us being alive. If we didn't have these other systems, we would be, we'd be a corpse, very simple, just a corpse. Mm-hmm. But these, there's another system that I call the light body, and one way to describe it, it's made up of thousands and thousands of currents. For people who studied yoga, it would be called the nadis. And this energetic system is about the same shape as the physical body and has thousands and thousands of currents uh, throughout it going sort of interspersed throughout our physical hard matter body as well, but about two feet exterior uh, all around the body, the same shape as the physical body but exterior. If that body has an orgasm, it's often very electric, very explosive, it can be in the head, it can be in the chest, it could be in the pelvis. It usually would not have an ejaculation. As far as I know when I experience them, I do not have what would be considered pelvic floor contractions. But I haven't hooked myself up to a meter. <laughs> and believe me, when you have some of these orgasms, you're not really totally aware of what's happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's hard to remain conscious in certain times. Uh, so it really is a very different experience. Uh, than a physical body orgasm. And what happened is most of the people around Tantra started working with what I call the light body and those type of energetic experiences, which when they occur, it could very easily be considered an ecstatic orgasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or some people call it an extended orgasm. Uh, uh, I call it a light body orgasm. It can be very explosive. And so it's really two different energy systems having what I would consider an orgasm, but they feel different. Uh, and you can get the two together, and if you ever have the two together, that is what we do call bombs bursting in the air. Oh, okay. To, and I've talked to a few people that said, I thought that's what everybody had. <laughs> <laughs> we are coming up to our second break on the bombs bursting in air style of orgasms. My guest is Dr. Kenneth Raystub. Please stay with us. We'll be right back and describe how to have them. <laughs> <laughs> This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. 
Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Get ready to live la bella vita. With Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live La Bella Vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Oh, yeah. She's wonderful. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. My guest this evening is Dr. Kenneth Ray Stubbs, and just before the break, we were speaking of different styles of orgasms, and I asked of the ecstatic orgasm, and he was describing light body orgasms and how it is something that is, is felt sort of outside of the body, but it does not necessarily get associated for men with um, an ejaculation. Correct, Ray? Yeah, actually, you know, it, it feels like inside the body. Uh, it can, I mean, it can be, I often, uh, along the torso is very often, the neck, head, abdomen, but it's not genital pelvic floor experience usually. Okay, because when I wrote my um, third book, Orgasms, How to Have Them, Give Them, and Keep Them Coming, one of the things that I would have is people would refer to an orgasm that they would call it sometimes a fantasy orgasm, or they would call it an orgasm that, you know, came from a place they never expected to feel sensual, but they said it was like a completely all-over-body orgasm. Mm-hmm. And so you all, you, before we went on the break, you also said that when you describe the other energetic systems that we have, there's the light body, the spirit body, and the soul body. Mm-hmm. Now... When do you remember the film Cocoon? Mm-hmm. 
when she turned, when Tani Welsh turned to, gosh, I can think of his name, and told him he probably wasn't ready to feel the type of energetic, you know, pleasure that they enjoyed, and they're in the pool. Yes. And she just sent, you know, the energy into him. Mm-hmm. I remember that one. <laughs> would, that, would that be, is that a visual representation of what someone might feel? Uh, yes, that's closer to a light body orgasm. What I'm calling a light body. Yeah, okay. Yes, the, the, yes very much so. Uh, however, I, I don't experience it quite that way. It's like a burst of uh, a ball of energy slamming against the room, breaking windows, <laughs> and eventually landing in the guy's chest. Uh, I think it's a nice... Uh, 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 I, I would not describe it that way. Uh, okay. But, but it's a nice, nice... Visual representation of the ideas that people got the idea that something was going on. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, and because I've had these orgasms with someone on a, uh, uh, I was in I was in Tucson and she was in New York City. We weren't lovers; we were just good friends. And she was very energetically developed, and so we started playing with this. And I had these uh, about every two minutes, about forty minutes, I had these explosions of energy, uh, and, and she was having them too. And we weren't being erotic. We weren't touching the genitals. We were just simply focusing on merging energetically with each other. How uh, cool. Uh, and so I don't think there was great balls of fire flying <laughs> between, between New York City and Tucson, Arizona. Uh, but there was definitely energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and one of the ways it happens, if you develop, and this is where the concept of the sexual orgasm begins to, excuse me, the sexual shaman, begins to come in. If you develop your energy sufficiently, you literally can radiate, expand, extend, and resonate your, your energies across space, and I mean thousands of miles, so that your, your subtle energies literally have moved out uh, from your body, not like a ball of energy, but like an extension of your energy across space and merge another person. And when that happens, you're more likely to have one of these light body orgasms. I mean, but that's not the only way. Heavy breathing will do it. Uh, doing sorts of, of, of breathing and genital touching at the same time is when other people, another person touches it, uh, teaches it. Uh, sometimes people doing contractional pelvic floor muscles and then uh, visualizing the energy coming up from the first chakra, the second chakra, first chakra, the third chakra, and you're contracting the pelvic floor muscles and you're breathing and you're uh, doing all sorts of things. There are many ways to to re, to accomplish this, and as you get more and more developed, uh, it makes it easier and easier. And just to tell you one brief help to tie us into spirituality and sexuality, mm-hmm. I had I went to visit a Tibetan Lama uh, and asked him. This is a person from uh, actually from India, but his, his his parents came from Tibet, and he was uh, he has uh, his. Um, ashram, so to speak, uh, in uh, Phoenix, I went up there and, and asked him to consider me as a student, mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, just to consider me as a student. Uh, we got in the car, and, uh, and not him and I, but another person I, and to come back home 100 miles away, and I was just in the car on the freeway, maybe five or ten minutes down the freeway, and suddenly I began to feel this intensity in my chest and in my throat. I thought, oh, my, I wonder if I'm going to have a heart attack or a stroke. Really? Boom! And I went unconscious, and I came back, and nothing, I'm not in pain. 
uh, my, all my muscles are moving that I can move. Uh, uh, I, nothing's gone wrong. So what happened was, was as I look, because I've had these since then. But you, had, were you driving? No, 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 no. I was riding. Thank goodness. I, I, I was right. I'm sorry. Thank you for that clarification. If I'd been driving, I probably would have not gotten very far. I would have probably been very dead. Yes. Uh, because I, I totally lost consciousness. Uh, and it was so intense. And, you know, there's nothing I could do about it, prepare for it. It just came on. Boom. Uh, and see, the Tibetan Lama is very energetically developed. Uh, and so as far as I can tell, there's something took place within me energetically uh, in response to him and his energies that resulted in, in this very spontaneous, non-erotic, light body orgasm, which is like what I had with this uh, awesome hot mama in, in New York City when we were trying to focus on what can we do with our energies. Um, and it can happen in all sorts of contexts, either spontaneously or you're intending to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so it's 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 much more uh, uh, flexible. It, it, the possibilities are really much more extensive, and that's one of the reasons I started to study energy. Uh, and also, energy helps me connect between sexuality and spirituality. That's the sort of the bridge concept. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's for another discussion, perhaps. But uh, but, but when you speak of the intention, and then you talked about pelvic floor flexing. I had Susan Crane Bacos on two weeks ago as my guest, and she has written. She wrote a book called The Orgasm Loop, and part of that is, and what she did when you speak of focusing, she finally spoke with someone who was a martial artist about moving energy through their hands, through elsewhere, and she said, is there a possibility that I could also teach people to do that with their clitoris? Mm-hmm. And so that's one component of what she created when, because people were saying, I want to be able to be orgasmic during intercourse. Mm-hmm. And so she, you know, said, you know, whether or not people, whether this is good, bad, or, you know, indifferent, she wanted to be able to give them what they had asked for. Yes, and, and, and see, the point is that in the, in the shamanic path, uh, a shaman, well, the reason, I, well, part of the idea of a, what a, for, for, for me to call a person a shaman, he or she has developed the ability to use their intent to direct their energies. And I mean literally move their energies. Uh, quite intentionally, uh, mm-hmm. you can't do. You can't necessarily uh, uh, do anything with the energies, but the point is, you can direct your energies. And martial artists, shamans, uh, and other people develop this, but it takes you know years of meditation and focus, concentration, mindfulness. Uh, it's not something. Oh, there's two minutes. I figure out what to do, and then it works. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, some some people are quite natural at this. Some people are truly are natural at this, but just... it. it, it it does take practice. Now, that's one of the things I also wanted to cover with you. You have um, a very strong background in the understanding of Tantra, of uh, the study of it. And if you were to say, I mean, to me, I know Tantra is not something that you could just go to a weekend course and know it. It is, it's a philosophy, it's an awareness, the ability to move energy around your body, to be able to, you know, literally have the, to know what is being felt in the different areas of your body. If there's something that, I mean, 
what do you think is, and I don't want to say muddied it up, but what does most, what do most standard weekend Tantra courses miss out on telling people? What is it they are not giving to people? Well, first of all, at a weekend, you can only go so far. So, uh, I, well, I think there are great limitations uh, in most, probably most Tantra weekend courses. At least they're focusing on people being present, mindful, mm-hmm. bringing a ceremonial approach, more of a ceremonial approach than we perhaps in our Western contemporary models. Uh, and so there's been a place for it. But I took my first Tantra class in 1974, mm-hmm. and it seemed like to me that it's been that way ever since then. And definitely some teachers have brought some definite development in there and done some really good things. But for me personally, I felt like I had... It was not until I started to study with Native American medicine people, with shamans, mm-hmm. that, I, that I really began to learn about energy. Because uh, I felt that Western contemporary, oh, perhaps neo-tantra it might be called, only took me so far. Okay. Uh, it, it focused in a direction uh, and gave me some concepts, and it was useful. But it was with the, the medicine people. Uh, it was in a shamanic context that I really learned how to relate to energy. Um, and because they are, well, I think a lot of traditional Tantra masters are shamans, but we don't call them shamans, and their focus is different than perhaps uh, medicine people or traditional shamans. But when I drop some of the labels about Tantra or shamanism and just look at what can you do with energy, with, with your intent to direct energy, and you have to develop your own energetic systems, mm-hmm. and, and it takes, I mean, years. I mean, it, I will say this literally, literally lifetimes. I, I would, yeah. When people develop themselves extensively in previous incarnations, it's easier to do it in this incarnation. Uh, um, that's been clearly my observation. Um, and some people just will pick it up quicker than others and more easily than others. Right. Now, we're going to go to our final break. My guest is Dr. Kenneth Ray Stubbs. We're talking on um, sexual shamanism, how to develop that. Please stay with us. We're going to describe more when we come back from the break. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Multi-ethnic church with Mark DeMoss. Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, is a show that passionately addresses the question, if the kingdom of heaven is not segregated, then why on earth is your local church? They call us Yes, increasingly, our diverse population and the diverse families it's producing is reshaping the face of the local church as people are beginning to recognize the power and beauty of walking, working, and worshiping God together with others of different backgrounds. How can your church overcome the obstacles, and why should you even try? Join a live chat with guests from around the country and the world to learn the effectiveness of churches in the 21st century beyond race and class distinction. This show has its pulse on what it will take for the church to find real reconciliation 
in our generation. So tune in for the Multi-Ethnic Church with Mark DeMoss. Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, here on Toginet.com. Ready for the most current feel-good gossip? Then check out Daytime with Donna with your host, Donna Intercastle and sidekick Nina Fry. Every Friday afternoon at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Donna is a charismatic market-driven entrepreneur who was part of the team that founded iVillage.com, which is the largest content-driven community for women today. Donna and Nina are here to empower you, motivate you, and encourage you in all aspects of your life. It's like Oprah on the radio. Plus, your chance to win great prizes, all the way up to a $500 Visa gift card. For more on Donna Intracasso, check out her website, introinc.com. Then join us for the show, Daytime with Donna, with your host, Donna Intracasso, and sidekick Nina Fry. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, my guest is Dr. Kenneth Ray Stubbs. And for any of you who are listening, the, his site is sexualshaman.com, and that's S-E-X-U-A-L-S-H-A-M-A-N. He, a number of his books are on um, Secret Garden Publishing. That is where he was. Now he really has grown and you know, his, his um, educational and his spiritual development has gone to the sexual shaman. And I love what you have up on your, your site, Ray, where you say, if we wish to understand Tantra, we must know energy. If we wish to understand shamanism, we must know energy. If we wish to understand orgasm, we must know energy. If we wish to understand God, source, goddess, we must know energy. With energy comes wisdom. Without these, there is no transformation. Because that's where you're looking at this, is the transformative ability. Yes. That's what it's mainly about. And we may have pleasure along the way, but pleasure and static orgasm are never my focus. They happen along the way. Mm -hmm. And you've, you've also got on your site the, you know, the shamanic ceremonies for transformation, which you and I both know there are a lot of people looking for something that they can hold inside of themselves that helps them with their growth that, that really resonates for them. Now, just to go back, before we were on the, um, went on the break, I asked you, um, you had spoken of the light body, the spirit body, and the soul body, you know, the other energetic systems. And we spoke of the light body orgasm and that the other spirit and soul body were also capable of having orgasms. Now, my question was, do you, from a physiological standpoint, in these little suits we call bodies, in order to experience these other three different types, do you need to be highly orgasmic 
in order to have, you know, a greater ease to experience this? Tell me what your thoughts are. I don't need that at all. Uh, and a perfect example came up recently. Uh, I have a friend who started to share about she was really having difficulty having sexual orgasms in her life. Mm-hmm. She had a pretty traumatic experience in her teen years. Um, uh, but she started to explain some of her energetic experiences, and then I started to read her energy and said, you're having soul body orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and 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 in the last few weeks, she started. She has them several times a day, and it happens spontaneously. Now, uh, how do they? How do they? How does that feel for her? Well, I, I, here's how I'll describe a spirit body orgasm. Uh, it's sort of like it's one to one, and I feel like I'm in a cocoon. Uh, of you know when I, when I go to the fair, I was a kid going to the fair. They had this cotton candy, right? Uh, and if you look on the cotton candy, it's sort of uh, you, your tongue goes there, and it's sweet, but it just sort of disappears. And it felt like this when I've had those few experiences. Just like me and this other person, I know that other things exist outside of our little cocoon, but all there is is me and this other person. Mm-hmm. And it's sweet and very subtle. It is not explosive. It is not dynamic in the sense of the boom. <laughs> I talked about a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't zonk out on it. <laughs> Or, that, or blank out on it. Right. But it, it's very, very subtle, but it is just, it's precious. Just precious. Oh, I love that description. It, it truly is. It, it, I don't know how to make them happen. <laughs> Light really? body orgasms and physical, sexual, physical body orgasms, they're easier to reproduce in my, from my experience. Uh, the soul body orgasm is like, the, the way to conceptualize it, because the nature of the soul body is like our, the portal to other dimensions and uh-huh. portals to all that is. Uh, it, 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 it's more of a portal uh, body. And it's like when we have a soul body orgasm, the, I think of it is we, we sort of feel like one with everything in existence. I uh, wrote a, or did a documentary, the, the Sacred Prostitute, and mm-hmm. one of the people in the documentary talked about going up to the coast in Northern California or Oregon just by herself. She did. She needed a solo retreat, and she was walking along the the uh, the, the, uh, the, the the beach by herself. I think mm-hmm. she was probably nude, probably nude, and she felt the wind, and she heard the birds uh, flying above, and the, the sound of the ocean, and it wasn't just hearing it and smelling it. She began to feel it as if she was just part of that flow, uh, and it just sort of felt like she was one with everything. So it's very transcendental, uh, transpersonal, mm-hmm. rather than spirit body orgasm. For me, it's re- you and me, babe, uh, but in a very, very subtle way. This other one, it, it, it's sort of like the way my friend described it, the disease happens spontaneously. It's like sweet things, and sometimes the energy flows through her, like su- sweet waves, or actually more like it, it's like if you, if you put a, a drop of ink on a piece of paper and it uh, just sort of dissipates outward mm-hmm. like that uh, and just sort of encompasses her. her. Uh, so there's a feeling of just being you know, one with all. It's just God with all that is. Uh, because I've had, mm-hmm. and it's not explosive. Usually, it's not explosive. I've had people describe that when they have done a very, you know, in tune meditative um, yoga yeah. by themselves, not with other people around. And then when they're doing shavasana, that is when they feel it. 
the arresting phase. The Yes, the, the, I, I don't know how to create those. It's easier to teach someone to move the direction of light body and, and sexual orgasm, but the other two, they just sort of, I don't know, I don't know how to teach people to do that. It just sort of happened. Um, I have a sense of how to direct, go in that direction, but how to make them happen, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're more like cosmic orgasms, they just happen. <laughs> Not right. that you choose to do them, but they, they, they occur. <laughs> okay. Now, you, you also have, you will also do individual phone sessions with people. When you are doing this, energetically, are you feeling them at that same time? The, uh, uh, to the best of my knowledge, I am totally merging with them. Totally okay. merging. But that's not necessarily an orgasmic experience, um, and I don't uh, think of it. If we happen to have an erotic connection, then it might enhance that. Uh, but it's but a much more of a. Uh, it's it's not like personal personal lust. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 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 more like it just it's just like we are we are connected. We are merged. Uh, uh, and, but the focus of the sessions is not about having orgasms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever had a, a, an orgasm in session. It's really about uh, opening up energy flows. Uh, and, but there is a merging process uh, that I focus on, and that's how we're able to... It would be very complex to explain that. But Right. Now, I know that you have clients all around the world, and you do things on Skype with them. Yes. And so if someone were to call you for a phone session, what would they be looking for? Well, first of all, the sessions are not to fix problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know most people are looking, they have a concern, a question, a problem. But my focus is about developing what I call the shamanic infrastructure. Okay. The shamanic infrastructure is a set of energetic structures that can be developed that I begin to observe reading the shamans and medicine people's energies, I begin to observe that they've developed certain structures, energetic structures, that the average person does not develop. And this what enables them to be a shaman because they can do certain things because they have these wings and they can fly, but they are energetic wings, so to speak. And that's all an analogy. It's nothing. No one right. When, but when you... Right, you say they have shamanic infrastructures. Would they be, what would those be? Well, there's one in the navel that I call the source point, and I describe a lot of this in my documentary, Path of the Sexual Shaman, which you can get on my site, mm-hmm. sexualshaman.com. Uh, and uh, that, uh, they're also what I call perception catalysts. Like when I read your energy, mm-hmm. you developed an energetic structure, which is about arms like the top of your head, that when people develop that particular structure, I call it a perception catalyst to sense, they are generally known as psychics. So, I mean, you may be a sexologist, but you have, you have the classic energetic form that I read with uh, psychics have. Shamans have a different energetic set of perception catalysts. Mm-hmm. In, the navel, in the navel is one to, what I call to feel, in the third eye area, I call to see, and another energetic structure about six, eight inches above the top of the head to hear. Um, and so shamans and psychics often develop these additional structures that the average person, we all have intuition, but the average person does not develop them, delineate them. Uh, a shaman often develops the ability to send from his or her navel area fibers of energy that literally go across space 
and they merge uh, into another person's body. And it's sort of like if you say you're doing massage with your hands on the outside, mm-hmm. you also have energetic hands that literally, literally go inside another person's energetic body. Uh, and you, uh, and, uh, and sometimes they develop abilities to work with uh, uh, unseen energetic beings. And I'm not referring to ghosts. I'm talking about very clear in-the-light in uh, type of beings. Mm-hmm. And some of them like rotor-rooters and some of them doing internal acupuncture. And your light body fibers are going in there doing other things. And this is one of the ways that people who are shamans are able to do what they can do because they develop these structures. And this particular one of extending the light body fibers uh, is an example of it. Um, there are uh, in the navel, well, there, there are a number of different structures, but, but perception ones are the ones most commonly developed, um, and the one in the navel area that I call it the source, uh, the source point, which is again described in more detail in the documentary. Right now. Uh, we have probably less than a minute to go. My guest this evening is Dr. Kenneth Ray Stubbs. His website is The Sexual Shaman, and that has his the products. It's got his training. It's the DVDs. And, Ray, you, I could talk to you. All right, because this is something we, when you and I see one another at conferences, I'm like this, oh, good, Ray's here. Let me find out some more. Because I know that sexuality is energy and is transformative, and that's what you've done. Thank you so much for being on the show. His site is sexualshaman.com. Dr. Kenneth Ray Stubbs, thanks so much for being with me. My pleasure. Okay, take care, my dear. Bye for now. Thank you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget.